I'm going to miss the next four and a half hours. Sounds like you guys are going to have a pretty good time tonight. <laughs> Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his pal, Dave Damashek. All right, welcome to Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you live, spaghetti and meatballs behind the glass. Also, producer, babyface Joel Solomon, and my dear, dear pal, maybe my best pal in the world after last night. He did not kick me out of our fantasy draft. Woo! Dave Damashek, how you doing? I'm feeling well, good. I, I imagine you are, although you say best pal, but not for about, I would guess, maybe five seconds or thereabouts, four seconds when you Oof. saw I, I tricked you, but good, I feel like. Yes, we uh, we went cameo a year ago, people may or may not recall. We kicked out Bill Simmons. Well, let's um, set it up. So in our dumb league, if you win right. the league, you get to kick somebody out. Um, you win the league, what, in December? And you get you, you wait all through the summer and whatever, and people do their research. And then the night of the draft, right before the draft, you kick somebody out. Which, by the way, I was thinking last night, the only thing better would be if you kicked them out after the draft. <laughs> Four and a half hours. But anyway. Uh, Ooh, that's so, a, so, now, that's something. <laughs> that's, that's called punch up there. Yeah I, yeah, I like that. And you're not allowed to tip yeah. your hand. It's survivor style. And it, right. is, it bears repeating that at about half the league hates this, that you have to kick somebody oh, out. The best. And mm. Sal invented this. This has been going, what, now a dozen years at least? I think so. Probably we've been kicking yeah. people out. Well, um, think about it. So, so because yeah. everybody, 10 teams, 11 teams, everybody but two has been kicked out, and there have been several teams that have been kicked out multiple times. Our friend Brad is just way too mouthy, and he got he got the boot a couple times, and Tall John and Jamie got kicked out. and Everyone's been kicked out except Hench, and your podcast partner on minus three, and uh, the bar, the bar owls, owls, who are right. friends, um, uh, Craig Powell and Brian Barton. Okay, take it away. Yeah, and a year ago, because of COVID, we couldn't gather in one physical space, so we did it on Zoom, and um, we got Fred Lynn, mm -hmm. uh, former center fielder of Bill Simmons's beloved Boston Red Sox. To uh, on cameo to kick Simmons out of the league, and it was yes. uh, it was it was uh, amusing, and so I decreed, why fix what ain't broke? Well, let's mm -hmm. do it again this way. Simmons can't be kicked out by by the letter of the law because he's returning to the league. You can't kick out the same person two years in a row. Yep. Um, Simmons, of course. Made like, uh, you know, when, when when the billionaires can't get into the NFL, they go off and they form their own league. Mm -hmm. um, this is what Bill Simmons did. Okay, I get where he's coming from. He's he an entrepreneur. Yeah. He had a wounded he ego. Does. He had a wounded ego. Like he went off and invented the New Jersey Generals or whatever the hell he did. <laughs> I don't know what the, what his league is about. That's fine. I get where, I get where he's coming from. You know, he's, he's got a big head and he needs to he needs to be satiated. He also does a podcast once a week in football season with one cousin, Sal. So it makes sense that, I guess, professionally speaking, Sal yeah. and Simmons need to have something to talk about. So it would have been wrong to kick Sal out uh, beyond the fact that Sal and I are currently kibitzing That's right. Um, right now. And um, and then but that so left... You Yes, and then Kevin like, Hench joined that league. And that's the one that really didn't make any sense to me. Why did Kevin Hench join the Rogue League? Why did he go join the XFL? He's already in the NFL, 
everybody. I don't but know. But we got him. we have miles to go with this breakdown. So we got let's. But so so you still uh, let go go to what you did with the with the cameo. It was great. Well, it started off with um, because Sal was legitimately worried. I I, I think correct. You you actually thought there was sure. because it would be funny to kick you out. Um, right. We had a, we had one pal uh, last uh, last year in chemo, and I said like that would be a pretty funny way to to, to kick mm-hmm. him out of the league in the middle of that. Um, so I considered uh, kicking Sal out, and Keith Hernandez showed up on the cameo for about uh, three and a half seconds, and Sal. Yes, this did, is part Sal- of Dave's presentation. Here's who's getting kicked out. Keith Hernandez jumps up first. Oh no! Oh no! Sal starts to say, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> and then there were a couple other fakes. There was Steve Garvey for our pal tall john and then right. there was jim zorn for our pal tall john right. and then finally hollywood's john ham made the scene and Who normally uh, is a partner and i mean he is a partner of of uh of trevor and it's the most handsome duo in in fantasy football but he couldn't make the draft so you got him to do a recorded message where he was going to break the news not right? cameo it was hamio and gotcha. he flipped a coin between hench and the bar owls and uh, and Hench, as the elder in that equation, got to choose. And even though I've told him, you take heads in a heads and tails competition always, he went tails, and now he's out of the league. That's it. Hench and the Barrels were the only two that had not been kicked out. And Hench, the fate was in his hands or in his mouth, and he called tails. And tails, it turns out, not never fails. We now have an instance where it's failed. It and he fail. was out. And he took a deep breath. And he was he was pissed. You know what? I think he's not used to not getting his way um, as part of it. But the other thing is, it sucks. That first few minutes, that first hour, maybe even today, if you reach out to him, he's going to be bummed at you. He's going to be bummed. And I very much look forward to that podcast if it happens tomorrow. You and Hench, I'd like to jump on if, uh, if I could. But oh I'd my like God. that. Yeah. Uh, Can you play mediator for us? That would be nice. Yeah, I think so. I may have to play co-host. I could see him not showing up. Uh, but you know, as soon as he had the cho- choice, heads or tails, I would have you. I would have given you four to one odds that Hench was getting kicked out, even though it's a fifty-fifty proposition. I'm like, oh, he's going to screw this up. This is what's funny. I have no idea what Ham is going to call here. Ham called the heads, and uh, and Hench is out. And for the record, it was not rigged, even though I did counsel him just about six, eight weeks ago that you always go heads when it's a heads tails proposition. Mm -hmm. He went tails and he lost, but it was not rigged on any level. It was on the up and up. How could it be rigged? Oh, I guess it could be rigged. Maybe you had two. I could have yeah, I could have multiple videos with right. right. I could have I could have multiple video, but he ham, you saw the coin. It was not a fake coin or anything like that. You know what the best part is? I didn't want to do this over Zoom. I had like a restaurant, APL. I had the back rented out and everything. I was like, I oh, will do it this way. And some of us haven't seen the others in two years. And, like, and then there were like some people skittish, like, oh, is there ventilation? I'm like, oh, shit. It's like, all right, well, they'll leave the door open. I'm like, well, it's still weird to go. And it's like, all right, we're going to do this over Zoom. And then Hench hits me up. He's like, oh, you know, I could give my backyard to this. And I was like, ah. Forget it. Let's just do it over Zoom. I'm annoyed with everyone at this point. Can you imagine if he offered his backyard and we have these dozen idiots, one one who kicked him out of his own league? I'm like, all right, buddy. Yeah, go inside. We'll, we'll see you later. You have a fresca you could bring me uh, right now? But <laughs> Yeah, you're not busy. You can go uh, yeah, get right. us some food, can't yeah, you? help us out. Four and a half hours, Shaq. Jesus, that last. was I, that I had, I had one the night before that was three and a half hours, but four and a half. No thanks to CBS Sportsline. 
I'm going to throw them under the bus because they kept us waiting. Uh, it's I renewed the league for $179, and that was just as much time as they'd give me on the site because then as soon as my credit card went through, the site went down for a full hour and then was choppy for the next five hours, for whatever it was. Um, and, and people like, you know, I put this up on, on Twitter and people are like, you're an old man. Why are you doing CBS? I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. It's a, is Yahoo any more, uh, hipper than uh, anything else? What, <laughs> That's an where old are we man. supposed to go? I know. Yeah. Get off CBS, old man. Like, all right, I don't love paying for it. I do look kind of like the history. If like, I can look back and see that Sheck is like, you know, 16 and nine against me and, or whatever over the last 12, 15 years, whatever, how long they keep it. I like that part of it, but I'm all ears. Uh, we'll, we'll put it on another platform, but for that, Good, bad job by you, CBS. Yes, uh, take that, Tony Romo. The extra CBS points sucks. platform, Sal. After all, You're it right. makes uh, all the sense well, in the world. But uh, yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was that was a rugged go of things. But we're all set now, Sal. We're we're uh, as my little boy says, we're one sleep away. We're oh. one sleep away from football. I know. I know. I might sleep through that first game. Real, real quick. I, I know. I don't want to spend too much more time on, on fantasy, but. My thing for a uh, an auction has always been get four or five very good players, and that's oh, it. oh let me say an auction yes. is way better than a oh, snake God, draft. Yeah. If you've yeah. never done an auction, you need to try. It. You'll never go back. Uh, it's so much better, except for the four and a half hours that we'll never get back. But uh, yes, yeah, so if you have a, a site that works properly, you could do it. Knock it out in two and a half, and that'll be that. But here's what I did: I got five good players. I got Russ Wilson, not in this order. I, uh, I, I, Henry and Chubb were two of like the first five to bid on. I got them for 54 and $55. I got Russell Wilson. I got Devontae Adams and I got Mike Evans. And then I have absolute shit. And when I say absolute shit, I have like third string everything across the board because I had $1 players the rest of the way to fill like 16 slots or something crazy. But I would, I would recommend, I don't know how many people have drafts tonight, but I think that's the the way to go get four or five good players just try to say i think you money. finally figured it yeah. out i don't know if the nfl is a star league but fantasy is and people right. overthink it with that kind of stuff but um yeah i i uh i like the way the cool cat set up once again looking for four out of the last five championships dak and matt ryan i have a choice between the two at qb mm -hmm. jonathan taylor and Najee harris i mean that's a that's a, a nice good. team there what pretty do you mean good. pretty why do you say it's oh, pretty good? Why'd you I, raise your voice to me like that? Oh, well, good. you like your backs better than mine? Henry I, and I've told you, I've told you for six months, I don't like Derrick Henry at this point. He's had okay. way too much work uh, the last couple of years. All right. I also I got like Stephon Diggs. has way too little work in the NFL to go crazy. <laughs> uh, you and I think I, Jonathan thing, Taylor has a big year. You know, Diggs, Amari Cooper, and DJ Moore. That's a nice trio of pass catchers for the cool cats. You, you mentioned uh, you and I had uh, it, it's very it's a crazy mind game. Like you and I had two players for like an hour and a half. We had only two players on our roster for the first hour and a half. I had Henry Chubb and then I just didn't have. First of all, no one nominated a receiver until like 45 minutes into the draft. It was very strange. But the most controversial moment came. Uh, and then I promise we'll get off fantasy. Saquon Barkley uh, is nominated and it goes two, three, four, five, six. And then someone bids 30. And then someone bid, thinking they were bidding seven, hit the next bit, right? Like make an offer. And so then it's just a dollar more than 30. So now he has $31 on Barkley. And he's like, whoa, 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 I didn't want to do that. It's like, well, you got to be a little better deft touch there with the thumbs there, uh, Mook. And uh, we wouldn't give it back to him. And he like complained, like really upset with us. 
for the next two hours. And like you said, like he, he beat cancer and uh, thank God. But he, he's like, this is worse than cancer, being stuck with Saquon for $31. I don't think that a lot of people would agree with that, but um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think we did the right thing. First of all, it was a, almost a five-hour draft. I, I can't keep backing out players every four minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, this is how we spend our time <laughs> on know. the big blue marble. This is what we do with a, ourselves. It was a real arguing with each yeah. other. Yeah. <laughs> Saquon, Saquon Bradley uh, <laughs> was so flustered by having gotten stuck with Barkley that he called him Saquon Bradley. Ah, <laughs> uh, this this is no. I don't know what we're doing with ourselves. So oh, it's a weird man. way to live. Well, uh, real quick, I think I know the answer. To this. Tougher to go undefeated in the NFL or undefeated in fantasy? I'm going to go with real football, Sal. <laughs> well, I guess the fact that, okay, 17 games, you're going with real football. Why do you say that, Chad? Well, I, I guess I was being uh, smart-alecky, but I guess there are a lot more fantasy football teams than there are actual pro football teams. So in terms of just raw number, there have to be there must be several thousand undefeated yeah, yeah, yeah. fantasy seasons and there remains only the one undefeated uh, yes pro i'm trying football. to think of there are more pushovers in the nfl than there are in fantasy probably about the same i don't know uh or or i guess the other way is to, to look at it i don't know okay well i i'm trying to segue into this uh great fandle deal by the way fandle.com slash extra points services all your sports gambling needs but they have these great season specials go under the season specials tab and you will find a thing it says look at this the last undefeated team of 2021 2022 you could bet this who will be the last team to lose will be the buccaneers at seven to one odds the 49ers plus 750 the chiefs plus 750 bills plus 850 ravens plus 850 rams 1100 and so on and so forth. Check. do you have a pick for this? This is not easy. You look at the schedule, and by the way, if you looked at the Steelers' schedule, the Steelers won this bet last year, right? They were 11-0. Right. and 0. But I bet yep. if you looked at their schedule, you would have thought they'd have three losses, right? I mean, best-case scenario, very good-case scenario, that they had been 8-3 and three after 11. It's very hard to pick who will go undefeated for the longest time. I, you know what, and, and this will sound like uh, black and gold, bright-eyed optimism, but if they could somehow survive the game in Buffalo on Sunday, they would kind of set up as an interesting play in this oh, one. On. There, there's not the small matter, though, of the visit up to Western yeah. New York. I'll tell you who's not going to do it, though. The Kansas City Chiefs, who are pretty hmm. much the world's pick to to do wondrous things. Once again, we had Jeff Schwartz on minus three. We talked a lot of college football, but some uh, NFL stuff too. And he weighed in on the Chiefs and he thinks, uh, spoiler mm. alert, that the Chiefs and Bucks are the cream of the crop once again. A little boring and uninspired, no frankly. It's exactly right. It's not, so it's not fun. But I'll tell you, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are not doing it this year because they go, they're not going to have lo some long season opening rip of wins here because they go Cleveland, at Baltimore, then the Chargers pay him a visit, and the Chargers are going to win that division. Then they have Philly. They play the Bills, Washington, if it's nothing else. is is, And then uh, they got Tennessee, and that brings me to, Sal, the team that I think really has a shot to do it, the Tennessee Titans. I don't Whoa. think this is one of those years where you have an 11-0 type of team. Those happen every couple few years. But if the Titans, you know, they, they start the season with the Cardinals at home, that's manageable. Then they have to go across the country up to Seattle. That's a tough spot. But then 
Colts at home, at Jets, at Jags. They catch the Bills at home and then the Chiefs at home. So I could oh, see them that's being rough. Well, I could see them being six and zero when the Chiefs come to town. I think that's that's not outrageous, and I think it's a good bet. And you get uh, great odds on it, um, plus thirty one hundred if right. you take no, the Titans. So you think that? All right. I mean, so you, you're thinking this is a year where the team, the best team to go undefeated. I don't even know how to say this. The team that goes long uh, undefeated the most likely to go without a loss is seven seven weeks. You're saying right? So seven yes. seven's right. the number. Three, four, five, six, seven. They'll be favorites in five of those. Those, yeah, those last two are tough. Yeah, it's it's not as easy as saying, oh, th- they're gonna this team's gonna have the best record, so they're gonna stay undefeated the longest. Uh, that said, I'm going Packers here. I think they take care of business in New Orleans, which is now Jacksonville. They beat Detroit. That's a close Sunday night game at San Francisco, but they win that. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Chicago, Washington. I think, like you, I think it's a seven and zero team, and uh, before there's a loss, and that's the Green Bay Packers. And you can get it's them a great call, eleven to one. It's a great call, and I completely forgot about the Saints in Jacksonville factor too. So it doesn't, yeah. you know, obviously that's a a really tough spot in the Superdome, but the Packers don't have to worry about that. Right. So yeah, that's a great call. All right, I'll stick now, with they the also they also have last team to win. And again, this is like, oh, well, the teams have the worst record. It's You could go back and forth between the Texans and the Lions. Um, those are the two favorites have the worst record. But that's not necessarily the last team to win. The Texans have a coin flip game. When I say coin flip, they had a three-point underdog to the Jaguars. So you might, I don't know, it might not be the best uh, odds to take them. In fact, the Lions are plus 175. The Texans 5-1. to one, The Eagles 12-1. to one, Raiders 12 Jets 12, Panthers 13, uh, and then the Jaguars, who play the Texans, are 14 to 1. That's the last team to win. Sheck, do you see this the same way? Are we, you know, we typically have a team that's 0 and 10, 0 and 11, but if you look through the schedule, you're always like, ah, Lions will win that one week six or, or something. But who are you taking here? I, I'm sorry to, to be lame, but I got to take the Texans. Although these flirtations mm. with uh, like maybe Deshaun will play, we'll play it. We'll, we'll see how it goes week to week. Now that's what Cully's saying is they purge every relevant other player on the roster. By the way, what is going on with the Houston Texans? What are they doing exactly? Deshaun Watson may or may not have to leave the Texans. He may or may not have to leave the NFL forever, depending on how things break. But why are the Texans in complete sell-off mode are the players demanding it or the individual guys saying please do me a solid and get me out of here they're gonna have to play not just this season but i don't think they're gonna dissolve the team one way or the other so what's this the guy, uh, what's I, the I upside know. of just getting rid of everybody i don't get yeah. what they're doing here you know it, it's it seems like uh just like like picking on the weakling here but maybe we just bet everything anti-texans maybe you're right maybe they're just not ready for i mean they this this colleague i, I feel terrible for him but He's 60. He's never been hired as a coordinator like this. I was, I was like looking into this. And then, like you said, it's a fire sale. And I think it's a combination of guys wanting to get the hell out of there. And this team trying to open up like draft picks, which they have none, you know, the last couple of years. So um, I guess I mean, yeah. One. Yeah. But well, so that's I, I hate to do it. That's a one because because yeah. I'm telling you, man, we got we got we're looking at an O for this season. Right. Um, if they don't win in week one against uh, Trevor Lawrence, that's their best game on the schedule. Their best shot at winning. So that's a game. the only reason they're behind the Lions, because they have exactly a e- easier run the, uh, the first week. But I'm going to make uh, someone here, someone behind the glass upset here. 
Eddie Spaghetti. I'm going to make a case for the Giants. Oh, no. Again. <laughs> Careful, Sal. He's going to get mad at you. Don't get mad, Spaghetti. But if they lose that first game, again, it's a coin flip. It's a field goal game versus Denver. At Washington, I have a lot of high hopes for Atlanta. At New Orleans, at Dallas, uh, L.A., all right, Carolina, they're going to be favorite-ish, I guess. And then at Kansas City, I think, I think, again, that's the magic number. I, I, they could be 0-8. I think for those odds, Spaghetti, don't tear my head off here, Spaghetti, but for those odds, 24-1 to odds, I don't think it's a, a bad deal there. <laughs> but so um, you're forgetting your team, the Dallas Cowboys. What? Week oh, one, obviously. Cowboys. Tampa Bay Buccaneers week two, Chargers week three, primetime game versus the what Eagles. What happens week five against the Giants? One. What happens That's week another five? Loss. It's another loss for the, for the Cowboys. So I think the Cowboys are going to struggle to find a, uh, a win probably in the 2021 calendar year. We're so going to be at least beat the Giants week five in Dallas. Come on. Oh, please let them both be winless when they play. <laughs> that oh, would that be it grand? really could happen. Come on. I'd rather have four and oh. All right. Spaghetti. Uh, you know what I love about football season yeah. is, now that it's here after a summer, as I always say, we I at least talk myself into every team having a shot this side mm-hmm. of the Texans, at least to making the playoffs. Um, now people are digging their heels in and it's a personal offense if you say boo about somebody's favorite football team or favorite football players. And Eddie Spaghetti. Uh, asserted yesterday on minus three that he's tired of the Giants hate. Everybody hates the Giants. Hates the Giants. I think it's more of a Don Draper in the elevator to the junior sales guy. Like, we don't think about you at all. You're not relevant, right. Giants. Well, right? Is that, am I misreading this? Nobody has any emotion about the Giants. They haven't done, we're, we, if anything, we like them in the 21st century because it would be that much worse. Tom Brady would have two extra rings and the Belichick dynasty mm. would be even uh, even grander than I, it already yeah. is without I, Eli. I will and say, it's uh, in Spaghetti's defense, what we do is stupid. Um, this uh, let's yeah, play true. ball already. Like your, your kids say there's one more sleep. How much can we talk about this thing that hasn't happened yet? And now, now football, I mean, for, well, I'll talk about football all year, but basically starting in March, when the over-unders come out, the team over-under, then, then it gets serious about who you're locked into, who's going to be good, who's going to be bad. Then you realize, okay, this is all nonsensical because they haven't even taken the field. It's now six months, maybe more in the making Let's see some games. I'm with. I you. agree, but I, I, I do think because it's a it's a I, because it's a 365 day a year conversation. Yeah, it's you're right. There are too many days without actual football strung together too. So right. you get in your brain. It's hard to accept in the way the 21st century news cycle works beyond sports. You you yeah. see something one day and you move on, and so reality the the truth slips away because you get distracted by the shiny keys of the one qb who's hosting jeopardy and uh the other guy who's in legal trouble yeah. over there and is that it's guy too many opinions traded? also it's too many opinions. That's i'm not saying right. you should listen to ours but it used to be where jimmy the greek just some uh you know fat drunk uh, dude, you know, like oh okay he thinks that all right well who, who am i to argue with him but now it's, you're now you're now right gone, that was dumb too but now it's gone the other way but so the, the simple truth is that the Chiefs and the Buccaneers are definitely on the short list of contenders to win the Lombardi Trophy, but it doesn't tend to break that way. We never have teams go back-to-back in the NFL, right. or we haven't in, what, 17 years. Sure. So the idea, like, 
oh, it's unimaginative and lame to go with the Bucks to repeat, except that they haven't done it. So in a way, that is a little bit of a bold prediction there. Um, well, having all the starters back and all the coordinators back and everything else helps, right? When you give us coaches, a simple truth, Sal. I want a simple yeah. truth from you. What's definitely true? Like, ignore all the jive. That whatever. This is definitely the case. The Texans stink. Or yeah, Tom, I think the know. Texans stink. And you just have to go by a team that looks like they've given up, right? When a team quits on their coach in Week Nine, like, oh, I didn't see that coming. But um, I don't want to say they're quitters, but my God, the, the just the. Uh, the, the tone of what, the way this team is going, it doesn't seem like they're even going to have a shot out of the gate. But I'm, that's one of the games I'm most interested in, unless the Jaguars go up 17-3. It's like, all right, now there's going to be too much Trevor Lawrence love, and there's too much. This is interesting. I did talk to this uh, Simmons about this. Which game do you think will yield the biggest overreaction? I'm going to say it's New England-Miami. Um, either hmm. Mac Jones is going to the Hall of Fame and two is done, or the other way around. I, I kind of think... I love it. I'm excited about our team this year. Our team's going to surprise a lot of people. I hate it. Uh, I, I was on the Patriots, and you were, I think, two uh, months ago, and now it's like, oh, I, I, can I get off this bandwagon? I'm unclear, though. Are Patri when, when, when Patriots fans say, our team, are they talking about the one in Tampa or the one in Foxborough? Yeah. They don't get to have both. They don't get to cheer both they, on. And, they can't and, for and, one week. They're definitely going to have to decide week four, right? Week four or week five? That's when they play each other. Right? Four, well, as far as that goes, I don't know if it's an overreaction or not, but I, one of those simple truths is Trevor Lawrence is going to be great and he's going to be great this season, mm. even if the offensive line isn't good. They have they've collected some nice pieces, even without Travis ATN um, as a as an X, uh, you know, as an X factor in that offense with what uh, we assume Herb Meyer wanted to do uh, with him. But I think that I. The defense isn't great there, so I think he sets up to be the rookie of the year. I, that's sort of I, I've been going Justin Fields this whole time, but suddenly really? right. the epiphany is Trevor Lawrence is going to you know he's going to put up big statistical um, you know gaudy rookie stats that you see some of those guys. The situation side, he's got good skill guys around him. Um, Trevor like Lawrence four to one to win offensive rookie of the year on Fanduel Sportsbook. You hit it up at fanduelcom slash extra points and but Matt you Jones also right behind him plus 450 yeah i've never I, I i don't like when people lean on and obviously that suits me in 2021 with the steelers having the toughest schedule in the league to mm -hmm. say i don't really care that much about toughest schedule because it's it, it's a rear view mirror activity we don't know what these who knows what's going to be by by thanksgiving who's still even playing on these teams who's sure. hurt and all of that. So I, I don't get too bogged down with that. But I will say you're ignoring reality to go back to it. There's a real chance for the Chiefs. It's going to be a story. Hear, hear me now. Put this one and uh, bury it. You're so we'll dig down it up on the Chiefs this year. My we'll God. Dig, dig, dig this one up come mid-October, uh, mid maybe around Halloween. We can uh, we can take it out and see if I'm right about this. Well, that's a good mm -hmm. thing. Well, why don't we dig them and dig these out mid-season and see what we're right about. Right. What's it called when you do that? When you put a thing time in time capsule, you, time capsule, let's sure. let's let's time capsule a couple of things and see how crazy we sound by midseason. What do you say? Why don't we now? just have meatballs make a graphic and we'll put it up there and we'll try to find it on Twitter. In three okay, months. We could we could do that. I'm I'm going with this one, though, that the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs are going to be in some peril. Yeah, hmm. a bit, not not in terms of their ability to make the playoffs and be dangerous and everything else, but that will be the conversation. We'll be talking about like what's going on with the Chiefs, ignoring that they just had a gauntlet to start the season. The, right. the schedule makers did them no favors this year.
No, I know. Well, AFC, start with the Browns. Browns looking for revenge. You can bet all the action on FanDuel. Yes, NFL back. FanDuel Sportsbook celebrating with 40 to 1 odds on any week one game. If you want it to be Jaguars, Texans, take a shot on that. That would be a funny one to put 40 to 1 odds. Uh, have a uh, laying on you for that. Uh, you could go with the Steelers. Bills, that's a fun one. I guess you could do tomorrow night's game with Bucks and Cowboys. Uh, lots and lots of opportunities. I think, here. Uh, you know what? Uh, to, to, think globally and act locally i'll uh, to answer the question you just posed i'll say mm. that the steelers bills is a good candidate for overreaction because the bills okay. have all these young pass rushers now that they brought in to address their achilles heel and i think they're going to really come out with their heads on fire and the steelers as as you may have heard have some young pieces on their offensive line i could see the, that combo not working out for the Steelers in terms of their pass game and being like, the Bills are world beaters and the Steelers suck. I think that that okay. is a, a very uh, strong possibility. That's a good one, too. That's a good one for sure. Anyway, Fandle, though. Bet, all, bet them all. Bet all the games, especially if you're getting 40 to 1 odds. When you place your first wager on any team to win, Fandle is sports betting made simple. The app is easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid in as little as 24 hours Yes, like I said, easy to use, safe and secure, fast payouts. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. They're always hooking you up with exclusive odds boosts, great promotions, and so much more. Sign up with promo code Extra Points, and you can win $200 on a $5 bet. That's promo code Extra Points exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's, it's an interesting way to teach um, young people how to gamble. It's like, yeah, I got 40 to 1 odds on a, basically a coin toss match. Rest in peace, Kevin Hench, coin toss. Yes, there you go, <laughs> fandle.com slash extra points. All right, let's do it. I, boy, this, this number's jumped to eight and a half now. At some point when it gets like 13 or 14, I'm going to have to say, I think my Cowboys have a shot. But obviously, Zach Martin out, offensive line's going to have issues, uh, protecting Dak Prescott. We had a marvelous preseason. You saw it on Hard Knocks. I actually wasn't able to see Hard Knocks last night. But I imagine he didn't play. He didn't get roughed up at all. He's uh, super charming with uh, with the teammate's little boy. That's uh, the big takeaway from the uh, finale of Hard Knocks. Is I didn't see. Is, okay, boy, he's a charismatic fella, and he's now the signal caller for your cool cats. Yeah, that's your guy. Cowboys mm-hmm. on the road. Uh, eight and a half is the number. Fifty-one and a half. Go ahead, Shaq. You take it away. Pick a, pick a winner here. I mean, history suggests, um, that, and I'm not going to go against it, that the home team, which is the defending Super Bowl champion every single time, they almost every single time, they play these season opening games. They tend to win. They tend to win big. I don't, I mean, I think the Cowboys set up as an interesting proposition, except for the fact that their offensive line is down. Um, so that's not the team you want to go against. I do predict Vita Vea with a big year. Watch that breakout. Um, you know, listen, celebration and all that for Tom Brady and company. I think it'll be good times for the Buccaneers fans. Double digit win for Tampa. Defending Super Bowl champs the last 16 season uh, kickoff games, 13 and three, nine, four and three against the spread average margin of victory, 9.8, which is um, just slightly above what the spread is here. So it makes all the sense in the world. I'm not feeling um as bad about this. I talked about this on Against All Odds. Like, this is usually week one, check. This is at MetLife Stadium, right? Spaghetti, we're freaking out. You lose you lose a division game. 
the other team, your rivals, one up on you. I don't feel that way with this, but they have to play the Bucks. Might as well be week one when we're not uh, up to snuff here. And uh, so in that regard, I'm not freaking out uh, about the 2021 NFC. I do like, I do like, if you can just get that offensive line healthy, which you will, because it seems like it's a a short-term blip that they, these guys are having to sit. I think that, um, that may, that I, I'm I'm a believer in the Cowboys and a and a pretty soft NFC. I like their there chances to be at least in the divisional round. I think that they um, will take the NFC East. I'll do respect to Spaghetti and the and the Washington as well. Um, but yeah, I think didn't your guy Romo Romo is one of the few who pulled the upset. Right, the Cowboys beat somebody. In their season opener, one, uh, one of the few. Th- now I can't remember, but that and, does sound and right. On a I remember thing. Alex yeah. Smith and the Chiefs going into Foxborough right. and whipping the Patriots, game. which was an anomaly too. That they would lose that game, but yes, Very for the most part, the home game. team. Yeah, the yeah. home team tends to win that one and win big, like we for said. sure. Now people ask me, "What's your survivor pick this week? Would this be your survivor pick? You don't have really the Jags or Texans to pick on here because they're playing each other, and you're, you're silly to to jump on them. I mean, you're going to have many more opportunities to bet against those teams with higher numbers down the road. So that said, you have this game, the Bucks. This is a survivor pool we're talking about if you just need to advance. Bucks over the Cowboys, do you do, I'm trying to think of the other bigger spreads, the 49ers over the Lions, 49ers on the road. Um, or do you do the Rams over the Bears Sunday I like night? the Rams. I'm looking at the Rams here. That's um, what you would do. And, of course, the strategy has to be, can you hold back uh, a little something? Can you hold back on the best team? I advise, I am terrible, by the way, at survivor pools. The first one I ever did in 1996, I won uh, I, I won a few thousand dollars. And since then, I'm mm. out of them by week three, usually. I don't know what I'm it the is same with way. these things. I'm, I'm really just, bad in these two. So so good. So let's counsel everybody on what they need to do here. Uh, I do <laughs> Our think- friend Randy, by the way, made it to, and it was a crazy thing. It really would have cha- changed his life. Like life-changing money had he won this thing. And he made it to Eagles-Cowboys. I think that was week 16 when they played 17 weeks. Eagles, Cowboys, he was one of like 11 people left in this gigantic pool. And he had the Eagles, and they, Hertz got off to a big lead, and then the Cowboys uh, beat him up after that. And I don't, I don't know that he's recovered. Did he um, have any passionate thoughts about it? <laughs> yeah, he let us know about him for about four hours yesterday. Good um, Lord. We, we yeah. learned about every single TV show he's watched in the last year and a half um, yesterday. We got a recap. Yeah, got uh, unsolicited reviews of everything. That's good. Everybody weighing in on everybody's Unsolicited various projects. Everybody wanted to hear about them. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, the Washington football team. Have you How seen about, the you names? know what? Here's one for you. The Carolina what? Panthers, Sal. They host the Jets. Sam Darnold, Revenge. Oh. I think that's a kind of a you fun could get one. a leg up on people there. That's only like a four, four and a half point spread there. Um, so, yeah, and you're not going to take Carolina again, probably. And the other thing that we don't know is these are professional athletes, but you Mm. saw some evidence from the college games this past weekend that the home crowd does imbue the players with uh, with a different level of pep in their step. Um, So I I talk about like overreaction um, to some games. I the Raiders for 60 minutes can be dangerous for teams. And I know you like the Raiders. They're going to win that game. I, yeah. I know you're a little crazy with the Raiders. You got to settle down with this. You know, Mike Mayer. Well, aren't and, you? I'm, uh, I'm really excited to see what kind of right? what kind of crowd they get there. Right. Well, that's what like, I'm saying. Well, that, yeah. exactly. If that place is hopping, 
and Baltimore rolls in and they have some questions. They have some banged up skill guys. They have a new look offensive line. I don't think it's a certainty. I think the Raiders are going to come out, um, you know, raring to go, obviously, in front of a home crowd on Monday night football. That that does provide, for whatever reason, a little jump for the home team sometimes Mm -hmm. and you know, especially after, you know, 24 months away from it. This is the unveiling. This is it for the Raiders in their new, not just stadium, new new state. So it could go the other way. It's such a destination, right? So I don't know if you have a group of guys from Baltimore, they're going to make their annual trip out to Vegas when the team plays the Raiders. Then I don't know, you get enough groups and then all of a sudden you got, you're staring at Ravens jerseys, but I don't think so. I think the black hole represents uh, big time. That's not going to be your, 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 uh, that wouldn't be your survivor pick, though, Raiders. No, uh, well, it, I'll tell you what it is: is a uh, a potential overreaction. If the Raiders beat oh, uh, Raiders you. beat the Ravens, people uh, will go go wild. What does this mean? It mean it won't mean anything in the long run on either side of I things. Although, wait. like I say, I'm a little down on the Ravens. Go under their 11 win total. This is exciting, Sal. I I, I hadn't considered the flow of Week One until we're talking right now. I didn't realize that the Sunday night game was Bears at Rams. Yeah. That's, the why is that the game? Oh, for the, the new, new stadium. stadium. Yeah, there are better yeah, games than Bears at Rams. I know. I know. We wanted that's that. your survival. That, that was a Sunday night game a couple of years ago too, and it was uh, a ho hum. But yeah, I agree. Uh, Rams at home. That was the up there though. Jared Goff got exposed as a toe hair. Toe hair. It was in uh, Chicago. California. Oh, yeah, boy. it was in Chicago. Yeah, it was that's cold. Right. Remember, and he just fell yeah. on his face, literally and figuratively. <laughs> Didn't they your win Monday that night game? game? I thought they won. No. The Rams won a Sunday night game against the Bears. The Bears beat the Rams when the Rams and Jared Goff, even in the midst of their 13-3 and season, I think they got it handed to them up there in, like, early December, if I remember correctly. Gotcha. All right. Uh, So much action. So much fun. Very much looking forward. I just got to get through this Cowboys game. I'll be fine. Now, Washington football team, they narrowed it down to seven names. Maybe eight. Well, I don't know if they're including Washington football team is one of the options, which, by the way, I'm, I think I'm okay with. I think I've gotten no, used to it. come on. I know. I know, I know they could the do crap. better, but it's, it's so funny. You could get used to anything. Here are the other options. The Washington Armada. Ugh. Eh. Ugh. I don't like it. Trying Jesus. too hard. Yes. Washington Brigade. Same kind of shit. Right. Terrible. End it no in an S. We can't have the plague of That's singular right. team names. It's confusing grammatically. You want people right. talking about the Washington Br- Brigade is good? Mm-hmm. No, they are good. It's a whole bunch, dozens of guys playing. It's not one thing. Come on. Yep. Washington Stupid. Commanders. Okay. I'm yeah. Uninspired. Not that great. It's, it's, a, it's a nod to um, the handway, Handmaid's Tale, I guess. It's pretty good. Uh, Washington <laughs> Defenders. Too video game-ish, I think. Yes. I don't like it. I agree. Uh, all right, so now they had to rent. And also a slap in the face of, you know, anybody, any free agent who wants to go there and play on the offensive side of the ball. Like I, Oh, that, that's true. That's not right. for me. Why would I go there? You know, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. Name it defenders this, this year. I don't think they scored over 30 points last year. Everyone only talks the, about the defense all the time. How about this? The offensive defenders. <laughs> not bad. Not too bad. Uh, how about better the, than the offenders? Cause then that would, you know, right. Well, although that would make more sense with the current climate the there. Uh, yeah, right. True. uh, the Washington Saquon Bradley's no, no, that's, not <laughs> um, well, so then they tried a couple options with red in there because they had to get rid of redskins, the red wolves and the red Hawks. 
I don't like either of those. I also no, think you get that's in the a trouble. Mac team. That's a Mac. That's a name for yeah, some right. Mac team. Cheap. It's not for the, Seems on. cheap. Um, and also, I think uh, how much are they vetting these? How many years before you find out that the Red Wolves? No, that was a gang that you know mm-hmm. uh, raped and pillaged the community and the you know in Canada and the Canadians are up in arms. And like, <laughs> I, I, I think just stay away from red everything. And I don't know a lot of these. Here's my favorite. It is funny that we're all right with pirates and buccaneers and raiders yeah. and everything. <laughs> what, yeah, I guess so, What their yeah. deeds were and Vikings. What the, what the hell are we supporting here as football fans? It is interesting. I'd like to see the number of kills for each nickname. <laughs> right? All-time kills. I've, I, listen, I've advocated uh, with, uh, with your pal Adam Carolla that fencing would, would go through the roof in terms of ratings if every nation's representative dressed like their chief swordsman. You know, like if you had, you know, if, if you had like an Englishman, like and he was like a dandy with a, one of those sh- feathered chapeaus and a, and a twisty mustache and and all that, that uh, you would that a cavalier might use mm-hmm. in a sword fight versus a guy dressed up like a samurai or, you know, like all that would I, I think it would be a lot more. Right, fun. That's true. A little more. You know? uh, that's sporty. Yeah, I like that. So now that that leaves one, I guess it's my favorite of all of them. The Washington presidents. You like this one, huh? Well, I'll talk just, about talk about groups that you may not exactly want to throw. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, behind. people might look back in uh, in history and say that this is uh, the president. The logo is the logo. Whoever the current president is, because that would be a neat little fringe benefit to wow. becoming the you know the Washington commander in chief. It's just dumb enough to work. Speaking of commander in chief, I want to jump into Donald Trump and Donald Jr. will provide commentary on Holyfield Belfort fight um, this Saturday night. Uh, an embarrassing fight, and uh, DJ TJ and the old man are going to be doing a play-by-play on the 20th anniversary of the worst day in American history. <laughs> now, I wonder, um, does anyone say that, hey, it's 9-11, this is 20 years ago, do you want to, does anyone even approach him? Does he even think about it for a second, or does nothing matter? I, think I, nothing I mean, matters. I think you should flip it the other way. Yeah. Why, why did, why would they be doing this? Why, why would they not since Jimmy Johnson did mm. the Wiener extending ad, has there been such a, such a disgraceful, uh, apparently unnecessary thing. You're that hard up. Are you, that you gotta go, uh, you gotta go do that. You gotta go give box. I, it He's will hard be up for a, a platform, a big platform and trillist has come gone that they've, they've solved everything here. All right. Well, <laughs> um, so be, I won't be it. Watching. Muscle tough. I won't be watching. You won't Let, be. All right. Now, let's uh, switch to uh, this is Saturday night. Let's who, switch to What baseball. president would you like to hear do any? I mean, it doesn't have to be boxing. Is there a president um, uh, in American history you'd love to get their thoughts on what's going down on the gridiron or, or a sheet of ice or otherwise? I mean, I think Lincoln could provide some actual, like, uh, practical commentary. He was a wrestler, you know, he could right. mix it up and everything. So I think he's uh, no, he was no stranger to the combat sports. Um, I don't know. I hadn't even thought. Yeah. Who do you I, like? I, I, I I hadn't thought it through myself. I I think uh, JFK up there calling a Patriots game might be fun. fun to to check out. Yeah. Um, Ron but if Reagan. they have to take their they have to take their sons too, like Lincoln's son oh, was right. an unbearable jerk. Oh my God, was he the worst? <laughs> Don't want to hear him talk go on and on for an hour. Uh, Ronald Reagan's good. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah. I hope Barron makes the scene too. He could be the uh, yeah. the third leg in the booth. Yeah. Generated three generations. Although no, I guess that's two generations. So he's gonna 
son 50 years older. All right, pick of the day, Shaq. Let's do it. FanDuel.com slash extra points. I'm stealing Brother Bry's pick here. Uh, baseball, we're coming down to the nitty gritty. Extrapoints.com. You could see a lot of free picks. You could see video form. They're in print if you like to read. But I'm stealing Brother Bry's pick. Blue Jays plus 102. The Yankees cannot hit. They have one extra base hit in 21 innings. And they won't hit until Friday when they visit the Mets in Flushing. That's it. The Mets are four out. They'll be four out on Friday. And then, oh, my God, those Yankees bats will awaken. Spaghetti, bet them. Bet the over Yankees runs Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You'll, at worst, go two for three. Um, The Mets will be seven out come Monday morning. But as for today, they will continue to uh, be lethargic in the hitting department. Blue Jays plus 102. I kind of hope the Blue Jays don't stay red hot, but I hope they do get one of the wild cards because I do think well, Chris that's Sale. Not gonna work. They're going to have to. They're going to have. I know. Two well, and a half games. they're not that far back. What do they have? About 20, uh, 20 22 games left uh, yeah. in the in the race for the AL wild card spots. I kind of feel like Chris Sale, Garrett Cole. We've talked about it. That would be juicy and captivating and all of it. And I feel like baseball needs to be delivered a hard message by the sports gods that wild cards in baseball are stupid, and mm-hmm. we we can't reward baseball for their dumb, um, short sighted decision to try and get fans back in the stands after the strike and all of that. They created the wild card to add some intrigue and interleague play and all this jive. Let's go back. Have some dignity, baseball. Get rid of this stupidity. And But instead, we're probably going to wind up with the Red Sox-Yankees and everybody will watch and we'll just keep on having to deal with a wild card, which doesn't reward merit. And baseball, more than any other sport, Sal, has a, the closest separation between the really good and the really bad. And so It's I better, though. It's better than it's been, though. The, the way the one game and you're out is better. It's a, it's a better option. I, I guess know. instead the of having this is vastly better. I'm sorry. SEC is better than most conferences. They should get a second bite at the apple. AL East is better than most divisions. They get an extra team or two in there. Well, don't start with, by the way, side note. Again, I'm minus three. I do some good belly aching about the no. preseason polls. Who else does this preseason poll nonsense? Clemson loses. They we we only we have limited evidence on these teams in 2021. These college football teams. Clemson plays another college football team and they lose that game. That's the only 60 minutes of evidence we have on this team. And they're still the six-rated team in the country. They're better than everybody else who won their games. What are we doing then? What, what, what are we doing if we allow um, self-validation to win the day? And well, that's exactly what it does. Like, well, Clemson, but George they're, is good. Well, so what? Then so let them win, and then they will elevate back up in the standings. In the meantime, they lost a head-to-head game. If you're UCLA, you got to be sick in your balls. Like, what do we have to do? We do we we. we are two and zero. Oh, we beat LSU. What more can we do? I know, We're still behind we Clemson. It goes so crazy for week two. It's okay. It'll all work it makes out. Me- Clemson can't keep losing and be top six, so that'll that'll sort itself out. If they're ten and one and UCLA is ten and one, Clemson will probably be higher because of the preseason poll. What? It's just how it's going to go. And by I, the way, you you it's loved unjust when you, when you, you were growing. Yeah, but when you were growing up, we had even less to go off of because we didn't have the playoffs. And usually, you romanticize. Oh, we always woke up on New Year's Day and knew who the champ was. Like, do you know how lucky you have to get to have that result where two teams are playing in the biggest bowl 
and they're either both undefeated or both the only teams with one loss and both had similarly difficult schedules? Like, no. Yeah, it's it like, always worked we'll out, though. It always it worked out the same worked. amount of time as it works out now. There's the oh, same level so. of disagreements and Listen, anger and everything else about the, who should have be been no there, who shouldn't have. Alabama's going to win the whole thing. There should be Cincinnati. we should jump on that. But that that's there should be no disagreement. They're under two to one now. It's plus one eighty. Just you sure about that? Trucking everybody. Well, what I'm, matters then? Sure Did, uh, what, what, the excuse on the excuse on Clemson though is yeah. well Georgia, but look how good Georgia is. That's why. Okay. Well, then are are we sure that Georgia's so good? Because then we can't hand the national title to Bama so long as Georgia's in that conference. What right, are we well, doing? What are we doing? Is either Clemson lost to a juggernaut and should doesn't get okay. hit that it's hard? Early. It's early. Right. It's early. I, I, listen, I'm standing up for the Look, I, I, the I screwed up here by asking you what your pick of the day is. So um, <laughs> let's talk about Alabama in, in January. All right. All right, I'll give you one. You want one? I'll give you a, yeah. your, your precious baseball. All right, okay. I'll give you Adam Wainwright <laughs> on the hump at home against the L.A. Dodgers. The Dodgers obviously making their charge. They're looking mm -hmm. up at the Giants as at at, uh, at the time of this recording, but they will ultimately overtake San Francisco and pretty much lock down the National League come playoff time. In the meantime, though, Adam Wainwright having a marvelous season after a couple of down years by his own standard. He's uh, He's been one of the better pitchers for a long stretch. He is so again in 2021. Take him on the money line, plus 106 against a spot starter for the Dodgers. St. Louis Cardinals get it behind Adam Wainwright. I like it. Hold on. Let me shut this here. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm looking at these schedules here. Okay, so four against uh, – they got two more against St. Well, Louis. I mean, we, we already did the math of, like, how many times do the Yankees catch the Orioles the rest of the way and then the, the Orioles uh, – They suck against you. They're like nine and seven against the Orioles. How did this happen? I mean, that's what's going to be remembered from this season if they blow it in the one-game playoff. Uh, the Dodgers have – I'm sorry. I'm way, way behind here. The Dodgers – boy, they play a lot of games in baseball. They have St. Louis a couple more times, San Diego three more times, Arizona three, at Cincinnati, who's also fighting for the wild card, at Colorado, at Arizona. Yeah, they have San Diego a bunch of times. So it's, uh, it might not be easy. I don't know. I, I, I've always said, oh, we're going to look up the Dodgers are going to be up um, se seven games at the end of September, but maybe not the case. Maybe Schwartz's team has a shot here. Well, like I, like I keep saying, if you're a National League contender, not named the Dodgers, what you want is the Dodgers playing that nine innings for with their season on the line because sure. that's the best shot you're going to have at taking them down. You don't want them getting into a best of seven series with the rotation that they're going to throw at you. So yes, you must right. you must see that. And in the meantime, when you talk about tough head to heads. Iowa hammered a ranked Indiana team. They don't go ahead of Clemson. What are we doing? What, what, what are the what are we even uh, assessing here then? Dumb wins and losses against ranked teams matter because if they do, Iowa has to go ahead of Clemson. Obviously, yeah, yeah. it's all right. You're Indiana out of the top twenty-five. You okay with that? Listen, we had to. We had, we all pine for a return to normalcy, and mm -hmm. Indiana getting whipped by a Big Ten foe. That's what I call normal. We're back. We're we're, right. we're 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 getting close to back here, so yeah. Well, uh, Donald Trump and Don Jr. are calling their games the rest of the year. That's a punishment, so <laughs> not going to be fun. All right, return to normalcy. What do you think, Babyface Solomon? Yeah, anything jump out at you today in the last hour? I mean, I'm just glad that you are still in the league. Thank yeah, God. Me too. 
you know, you really should just give Dave the franchise tag like the Steelers should give TJ Watt. He really, Dave, you deserve the franchise tag. Our good point, really, the, the Houston Texans being the last team to win. It's kind of like last year how the Jags beat the Colts and then lost 15 in a row. I mean, that's, right. that's their best chance to win week one. Uh, the bad point, uh, I'm going off the board here and giving it to the Washington football team. Those names are terrible. I mean, even Bishop Sycamore, they came up with a better team name. They're not even a real football team. I mean, those, those nicknames are so lame, they look like they're a fantasy league on CBS Sportsline. You know, the, uh, Daniel Snyder's obviously upset with this whole thing that he's been tasked to come up with a new name, and it was kind of an F you to, to just make name them the football team. Like, all right, really, this is what you want? We're going to call them the football team for a year. It's like, all right. Maybe the Bishop Sycamores is a good name for the Washington football team. Ooh, I like that. I mean, I, S. It, that's I. I don't want, know why teams don't embrace their own history. I know they want to, mm. you know, tip their hat to the region and, and 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 all that. But for real, like the Hogs is so. Uh, it, it, that was a glorious era for Washington yeah. pro people. Went crazy for that. The Hogs seem so obvious to me. I don't know why and the fans are dressing like Hogs. It's fun. Like yeah. Right. I or if you want to look forward instead of looking back, name it after the prized free agent that you know is going to be out on the market this uh, this next spring, and that's uh, what what better way to attract him? Like who's the who's oh, going to be the big name quarterback? Russell Wilson. There you go. The Washington Russells. Like yeah. you know that now he's on his way. Now he's listening. You know, the Washington Unlimiteds. Now, mm. all of a sudden, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's got his ear uh, right. looking to DC. Right. Right, you but can you change it. it what the, rule is that? You can't just keep changing it. Whatever free you, can. you want. The problem is if you name it the Deshaun Watsons, and then like, oh boy, we have to now change this uh, in a matter of three days. What are you going to do? Yeah, um, right. Listen to minus three on Thursday. I, I think it's either going to be a three-hour-long podcast or uh, like three minutes. I don't know. Well. Is, is Hench going to want to discuss this? Is Hench going to show up? So much to talk about here. Well, I'm looking forward to out. Sal being the mediator there. He always does the best work <laughs> I'm good in that at this. situation. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm no nonsense. I'll just get right in there. Um, against all odds, yes, 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 against all odds, we record tonight. It'll be up tomorrow. We'll preview that Cowboys-Bucks game and the weekend. Not a great college slate, by the way. Oregon, UC, uh, Oregon sorry, Ohio State, a two-touchdown spread already. Give oh, us your God. two picks here, Sal, or do you have to withhold them so Harry can hear what you think about Iowa v. Iowa State? At least give us your Oregon Ohio State pick. Oh, I, you know those what? are your two big games of the weekend. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, you know what? I'm going to take Oregon. Everyone's counting them out right now. Ohio State struggled a little bit last week. I think if Ibrahim doesn't get injured, that's a closer game. Um, I agree with you. People forgetting what happened. There. Right? Everybody, everybody is talking about like Oregon struggled. Yeah, you know who else did? The Buckeyes. Right. Right. 14 and a half is too much too early in the season. So that's that. Check that out. I like it. Minus three against all odds. We've got a lot more podcast action coming up. Uh, go to extrapoints.com for free picks every day. Just a reminder out there, even though you may feel like underdogs, please remember you're all my favorites. 